What's up, good people? You're listening to Black on the Prowl on 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio. This is your boy, Kitty B, and I'm here with my co-host. What's up, y'all? You already know it's your girl, Lo. And Melly Mel. All right, and today we also have joining us uh, Mr. Jordan Mason. What's up, what's up? He is a BA theater student here at CSU along with us. Since we're doing a dating special, he's here to provide a um, gay perspective on everything that we're going to be talking about today. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Hello, hello. <laughs> All right, now, we start off as usual with our Black History Facts. So we have just a few for you guys today. So Henry Lewis became the first black man to lead a symphony orchestra on February 15th, 1968. Bessie Smith's first recording was recorded on February 16th, 1923, Downhearted Blues, and it sold over 800,000 copies. Also, Huey P. Newton was born on the 17th of February in 1942 in Monroe, Louisiana, and in 1966, he founded the Black Panther Party. And now a new thing we're going to start doing is a quote of the day. And I'll quote today, since we're talking about love and Valentine's Day and everything like that, we have a Maya Angelou quote, I am grateful to have been loved and to be loved now. And to be able to love because love liberates. Mm. Again, that is Maya Angelou. Mm. Now, hopping into our dating talk. Since it's Valentine's Day and everybody's celebrating with the significant words or by yourself, which is cool, too, because I'm celebrating by me. myself. Exactly. In my room <laughs> with some Nutella. Yes. In a movie. Yep. Exactly. Most likely binge watching Twilight. But yep. that's just me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking all things dating. Yep. Starting with dating, dating apps. apps. Yeah. They suck. They do. Tinder specifically. <laughs> so I'm doing Tinder now. I mean. Everybody be on Tinder. My roommates made me. Okay. I did not want to do dating apps. And then I got here and. I'm going to be a little honest. Columbus Day ain't really hitting for me uh, <laughs> in the dating department. So I was like, mm, I'll try Tinder. Tinder sucks. At least in Columbus, Tinder sucks. Yeah, it's probably just I Columbus. mean, <laughs> I, I guess it just depends. But like, So you had good experience. Just say you had a good experience. Yeah, well, I've had male. some. What that's supposed to mean, Ken? Don't come for me like that. Don't. Man, you can get anybody. You don't have to. Uh, you could just. I don't get know about that. I don't know about that. But you are lucky. You are blessed. Yeah, but it's kind of hard. Like even like without the dating apps, like here, because you know, not to throw any shade or anything, but like especially like living in Clearview, you can't talk to anybody because that one person is probably talking to three or five people on the same floor, two doors down from you, and <laughs> you don't even know it, and you just look dumb. Ooh, mm. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, can't catch a break. For some of us, like Tinder and other dating apps are like a way out of dating the trash. That's that clear view. But see, I feel like there's too many dating apps. It is a lot. Like there's of them. T- there's Tinder, there's Bumble, there's Match. I mean, I, there's I, I, there's BlackPeopleMeet.com. Yeah, they got like, they, 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 they just Christian mingle, mm-hmm, and now they have what is it? Farmers Meet, like farmers. FarmersOnly.com. You never heard of FarmersOnly.com? I have not heard of that. <laughs> If you if you're looking for somebody uh, and you want to <laughs> be out in the country, if that's the license you want to be, it sounds like something I would have. Farmersonly.com yeah, might be you for you. I said it sounds like something I'd have. You have it. It sounds like something I would. <laughs> oh, oh boy. <laughs> but no, I don't like dating apps. I don't like dating apps. Like I I, I dabbled in, in Tinder for a little while, and then you know all the little apps. 
I but know. I feel like you get a better connection when you meet somebody in person. Yeah, I had you that do. moment. But it's also, and then y'all develop from there. It's also kind of weird. I don't even like texting. It is, text it's also kind of weird because, like, sometimes, like, I, I know when I first downloaded it, like, I done seen, like, everybody's, like, profile. Yeah, you see everybody. Like, like, I, I know I saw yours. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I swipe left. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm on that for a second. <laughs> but, Jordan, what's your perspective on dating apps? Well, you know, in the gay community, there are different um, dating apps, and the way that they, how do I, how, the way that they go about dating is a completely different field too. Um, just some of the main ones I know people will be familiar with would be like Grinder and Jack and stuff like that. I've given that up, you know, because there's not really anything there for me. I mean, it's just the I've way that they about go about dating isn't necessarily dating it's just sex you know mm-hmm. yeah. so it's not really anything that if you're looking for love or so something like valentine's day to celebrate it's not anything to you know celebrate and like that i mean it's okay to get in touch with your community and stuff like that but for that specific foundation that grinder and jack has said it's not really anything to grow off of you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and i feel like that's like my thing with dating ads and like meeting people in general is like, wait, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I'm an open book. I could care less, but it's really Mm -hmm. hard trying to find like wanting to be in a stable, like relationship, relationship with somebody Mm -hmm. when you still have your virginity. And a lot of people don't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sex is like such a big thing for people now. A lot of folks focus on sex too much. It's because of TV. Yeah. It's because of TV. It's like relationships now are like, Nobody's waiting anymore, you know? Nobody's right. waiting. Everybody wants this. It's this instant gratification. Everybody just want to get in the mm-hmm. bed as soon as possible. Like, I got to the point I had to put on my Tinder. If you're looking for somebody to just mess around with, I need you to swipe left. Exactly. That was you literally in my bio on my Tinder. You got to mm-hmm. Like, going on to dating apps, knowing what you want. First off, you have to state that. So, like, you can't expect people to come to you with not first thing on their mind is sex if you don't say that in your bio. And it's kind of sad that you do have to mention that in your yeah. bio, but I feel like yeah. it is necessary, especially when you know what you want mm-hmm. when you're going onto these apps. Yeah, but of course, of like course. The best relationship when you meet somebody and then y'all just lock in. But and then just that's the thing. Like social media and everything is such a big thing for our generation. Where do you meet somebody? Because I met a dude. Social media go. I put that down. Because I met a dude at Publix and he ended up being a creep. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing this whole meet people in person thing anymore. I feel like the best. I feel like you foster a good relationship when you have building a connection and then you build that connection first. Mm -hmm. Right. I feel like that's the best way to do it. Like with somebody who you might be in class with, y'all talk every now and again, and then it's just like a connection then. It starts to grow, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's yeah, the best way to know them. Be. I feel that. I feel that. CSU is a very difficult place to make a connection, though. It is. It's a very difficult place because, to make a connection. Because... The same person you be making a connection with make connection with five other people. Like I said, like, like I said, just say what you want to say. Though y'all be playing games. No, that's what yes. it is. Y'all be playing games. Stop playing with my emotions. It's because we ain't got students. There ain't that many choices. Ah, uh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's not. It's not a lot to pick from. Get it together, people. Yeah. Just. I don't know. Get it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So going on with our next topic, we got on here interracial dating. That I am a product of. Yes, you are, mm-hmm. man. Yes. She, like, really felt the need to throw that out there. I had to. Because yeah. Talk about it a little bit, man. I had to. You know what? I say this, like, I feel like I say this every show, but I just have to reiterate this again. Like, I really wish we recorded 
because I feel like I am in the middle of like a very intense stare down between Kenny and Mel. It is a very intense stare down that I'm sitting in between right now. I just, I don't want to see what he says. I don't want to see what he says. I think love is love. Like you're going to love who you're going to love. I I agree. Like, I I mean, I agree with that. I don't necessarily think it's anything wrong with interracial couples. Would you date a white, just yes or no, would you date a white girl? I wouldn't date a white girl. Why? That's just my personal preference. Mm-hmm. He's entitled to his now, preference. Jordan, would you date a white man? Uh, I mean, I don't <laughs> discriminate, you know. If you are attractive, that wasn't a yes. That was not. Click, then I'm okay with that. But would my mom be okay with that? Exactly. I don't but know. But is it, gonna be like, what in the world? But, raised, you know. but it's out, but like, we're entitled to our own happiness. Yeah, so we shouldn't right. be thinking about, like, well, um, is my mom going to be okay? Well, Am I going to be okay? Am I going to be happy? Well, okay, yeah. I mean, I, my I family's care. not even the biggest thing with me. With me, it's just, like I said, personal preference. But mm-hmm. I don't, like, it's, I don't have a problem. Like, my, like I have friends and stuff who are interracial couples. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I can have that. Yeah, I'll do what y'all do. That's y'all's business. And my business is mine. And <laughs> y'all's is y'all's. Right. But, like, what's your standpoint on interracial couples? Do you think it, because I know we had this conversation. Positive or negative? We've had this conversation before when it comes to black power and you done given your speech about interracial couples. So might as well put it on the table. Okay, I'll say for me, I understand both sides where I am like, I, me personally, I don't have a racial preference. Like, mm-hmm. I think white men are attractive. I think Asian men are attractive. I think there was like an Arab guy that's, uh, he was so fine. Oof, like, I just, don't I, get me started. I don't have a, I don't have like a racial, like, preference like i'm just i'm attracted to what i like yeah. like physicality and personality okay mm-hmm. I feel, yeah. I can feel that. so i'm not attracted to that but i understand the family basis mm-hmm. and i also understand the aspect of for me i don't feel like i'm like being black i'm turned off to the point that i wouldn't date a white person but yeah. there are a lot of things that come with dating like the person I'm in a relationship with is never going to understand how I'm looked at yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. That's part like, of it. Like, you're just, you can sympathize and all that stuff, and that's great. But my partner is never going to understand what I go through when I walk out the door. Because what I deal with and what they deal with are two very different things. Mm-hmm. It's a huge part of it. And bringing that around, like, the family atmosphere. Like, my my family is, they're not country country. But they country enough to where it's like, if I bring them to a family event, it's going to be like, uh, uh, and like I know my grandmother's gonna be like, who who is this okay. young man right here? Yeah. Like she's gonna pull me to the side and be like, you crazy or you crazy crazy? And I'm yeah. like, yeah. There is a fan like family does at some point mm-hmm. affect like it does family and friends because I don't I could date like, somebody my family or my friends don't like mm-hmm. I couldn't. It does, but at the same time, it's like at the end of the day, are you willing to make this like certain sacrifices like to make yourself happy? Yeah, like I, I, see what, just... I, see, I see where you're coming from, man. You, you're talking more so on the aspect of just you, if you're in love with somebody, that's just love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of color, because love doesn't see color and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so love is just love, purely. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. But... Um, and I see what you're saying. <laughs> you're saying as far as like the family aspect, you know, going, taking taking this person around, you know, people in your family and in your life who may, you know, think different things and have, you know, their own. Thoughts. Which they my, are entitled to. Yeah, that's the, they're entitled to their own thoughts. Everybody's entitled to their own thing. But I, my, my, my perspective <laughs> with it is more so when you look at the history. Now, I think in America, it is a little different because when you look at interracial couples, um, it was a thing that was very, you know, like um, 
forbidden, you know, mm-hmm. very taboo for a long time. And we're getting to a point where it's more um, acceptable. But then you also got to look at things like the way that it's viewed from a black perspective historically. Because historically, if you had um, a slave and someone in the house, you know, who just happened to be together and it might have just been purely love when they find out that slave is dead and that white gal is fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you look at like, um, what's this, uh, Australia, when uh, the Europeans went down there to colonize and they started setting up, they had it where they would take like the young um, uh, Aborigines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would take the like younger, the younger ones and um, they bring them in the city. They like clean them up and all this kind of stuff. And they had this process of having them like almost like forced to match with a white person oh, until their children would yeah. just be white after like they, so they many had generations. a movie on that that I watched mm-hmm. too. Yeah, there's a movie about it. I forgot what it's um, called, but I've I watched I, it. I, I, I know I exactly, know, I know exactly what. Yep. yep. And it's things like that. Like I don't think it's anything wrong. If you lo- love a white person, that's you. You can, mm-hmm. like I said, that's your own preference. That I just that's not my preference. What? But um, I just look at it from an aspect, and there's another, another idea that's like this um, prize almost. Like mm-hmm. that's a lot of a lot of black dudes would be like, "Well, I want me a white girl." Y'all don't like yeah, black girls. The I want double me a black standard girl. of it. It's yeah, because it's you know like like black women are upset when a black man wants to date a white woman, but when we date, in the same like, way around. And I'm not that black woman, but there are some black yeah. women out there who like. And it's the same way around when uh, when uh, black girls give a white fellas. Black men think the same thing. Like these mm-hmm. white, black girls always trying to get with a with a white man, and then it make a disconnect between our own people. You know. Mm-hmm. And I've seen like on Twitter and stuff. Like there's like this really big conversation as far as inter interracial relationships, where it's like, are you allowed to be full pro black mm-hmm. if you're dating somebody who's white? Yeah. Which I feel like and if I'm if I'm black and I accept my blackness and I acknowledge my blackness and I'm. If I'm out and I'm black and I'm proud of being black, like why is who I'm dating affecting that aspect in a sense? Like I don't yeah. understand that argument. Most people will argue kind of like similar to the way I just said, kind of like when we're looking at the history of it. And um, again, like that whole idea of it being a prize, that's how a lot mm-hmm. of people look at it. Um, but again, I'm, I'm one where I just, that's your business. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You do what you're going to do. Um, but I will say, and a lot of times in Hollywood, they look at it as an aspect of uh, of the message they're sending. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you see every successful black man, and then they always have a white woman, but you don't ever see a successful black couple together. Unless I mean, you have like your Beyonce, Jay Z, and stuff like that. Yeah. But a lot of times when you see that, even in TV, you have you know a husband and then a very light wife or something yeah. like that. And it's all it's a, a huge colorism thing. And, I, and I, like I say, TV it's all in the TV. And it's all in the TV images that are being projected. I think the prime corrupter of our generation. Even when, when you look like when you just look at like you know images portrayed in media, a lot of times that push for you know um, a, a destruction more so of the black couple. You know, and that's the only thing that I was. I cannot, <laughs> Jordan. I have a question for you. That's the only thing that I was. Yeah. Um, yeah. What What is it like for you as far as the process of dating and going from like we're talking to we're exclusive to like this is a 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I honestly look at it as the same as any straight relationship. Of course, there's going to be the, I mean, with different guys, you have different identity issues where they don't want to be in a um, relationship where everybody knows that you're in a relationship. But I honestly feel like yeah. it's the same as uh, a boy and a girl getting to know each other. It's the same process. Like, we're we're all human. It's just I'm dating another guy and you're dating the opposite. Exactly. So I yeah. feel like it's the same process, you know, communication of course is key number one as long as I know what we're doing you know what we're doing we know our boundaries what we can and cannot do who who we can and cannot talk to what conversations are a little over the borderline of okay now this isn't a friendship anymore then those kind of things I feel like it's the same thing you know just communicate with each other know what exactly you're doing because a lot of times that is the main issue Mm -hmm. in the relationship the communicating part like you may think that we're on one level but honestly in reality we're not even close as exclusive as you want it to be you know yeah yeah. I think communication. We always go back to communication. Yeah, we communication. always go back to communication. So communication is key to any relationship. Like, and that's just like with business, like with yeah. finding love. And mm-hmm. communication is key. Yeah, I feel like there's a difference between like a lot talking of people don't understand. Yes, talking and dating. And dating. There is yeah. a very big difference. Like, yeah, I feel like oh, if yeah. I'm talking to you, like. I'm just the kind of person that I'm very blunt and I'm very open. Like, let's have a conversation, whatever. And if I'm talking to you. I can be talking to you and three other people. I have the right to do that. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. want to talk to me and three other girls, it's just I me showing my that. interest in yeah. you. Like, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's all talking I, is. But when we establish we're dating, talking relationship. Like talking has steps. Like within it, I feel. I feel like there's like the starting talking, like where it's like the interest, where you're just like feeling each other out and stuff like that. Yeah. And then once you get to like, I don't know, like the second level of talking is when you got to start cutting off like some people as you go like if you're really invested in a certain person yeah. mm-hmm. and see when it comes to talking that day and that's really something that because mm-hmm. i ain't been in a relationship in a while mm-hmm. <laughs> but, i mean um, i haven't either i, I mean feel I, like I, talking has like the fallback plan in a way because it's like yeah yes, you options. could be t- you ha- yeah exactly you have options yeah so if one person goes it's like okay we were just talking. I have other people to talk to as well. And I feel like the talking phase, the talking phase to me is my favorite phase of dating. Just because mm-hmm. I feel like talk, you get to really get to know the get person. Get to know the person and really get to like understand, okay, you have this weird quirk. Am I cool with that weird quirk? Mm-hmm. Or is this something but that I'm like, it's going to like, irritate me and I don't want to be around you. And it's like the thing like with the talking phase right now, it kind of like, I don't know, it messes with my head because... Y'all could be talking, but then the next minute, y'all in a bed together. Yeah. But y'all are I don't have that problem. Talking. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Because I'm like, not good at that. And like then I it's said, just I like, a girlfriend in a while. We, it, and it's just like, okay, now we done did the thing, but we're just still talking. So I'm still going to talk to other people. Like, yeah. That's the thing. Like, that's what messes me up like when people go through that and then it's just like "Mm, I feel like that's when boundaries you know when you know your boundaries and when you set those boundaries like okay we just talking what does that include we just go on dates we just go out we just have these conversations and whatnot and then like 
as far as the sleeping with each other thing, I feel like that's a whole nother level, you know? Right, um, yeah. Just, like, I was, I was and it's just like, how fast did you get there? Like, how fast did you get there? Because, like, some people will just talk to somebody for a week and then that weekend, boom. Yeah. Other I mean, people will wait months. And, yeah, so it's I just like, and I think I'm when you're ready, that. but, like, at the same time. Foundation, too. Like, if, yeah. you found, if you found your relationship on sex, like, immediately, like you said, talk to somebody for a week and then y'all already having sex, then that's a weak foundation for a relationship. Yeah. Right. And I feel like uh, my ex, we talked for like years. <laughs> we talked for years before we started dating. So I feel like that had a strong, it was a stronger foundation there before we started, you know. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's a big part of it. Like mm-hmm. take, talk, talk to somebody for a week and then y'all in the bed and then. It's not going to work. Fall. House going to fall. It's not going to work because it's like, it's just like. Predator and prey, like yeah. I mean, I like, don't, I don't know what that boy, situation is like. like. Oh, well, I'm making the assumption that it's like sex complicates things yes, a lot <laughs> because with the talking, you come with the risk of what are their actual intentions. They might communicate with you, but at the same time, they might just be lying and toying with you just to mm-hmm. get what they want because you like you are the prey, they are the predator. Like, and it goes both ways because like, I know a lot of people say like guys are the ones who are always like um, jumping on that, but because females do it girl, too. Mm, I know some CSU Females girl. do. Mm. I, like, females will jump on it as well. That's right. So, I don't know. It's just like Let me, let me pose me. a question real quick. So when it comes down to talking, how is that, like, because whenever I see some people who are like in this talking phase, it is like the boy just getting on the girl's nerves. I will say for me, yes. I'm talking? very, I'm very easily irritated. I'm weird because I'm very easily irritated where I'm like, if you text, I'm the kind of person, if you don't talk to me for two days and we're in the talking phase, I'm honestly not affected because I have everything right. going on. Exactly. But if you're blowing my phone up four or five, six times a day, I'm like, you're irritating me. Well, I can't deal with this. Energy. It flows. Like, it's different for a lot of people. One thing, though, for me is it's like when you say, like, get on your nerves, like personally for me, like if I'm talking to somebody, here's one thing that you got to realize when you're talking to somebody. You may be talking to other people, but don't let me know that you talking to other people mm-hmm. like please don't. like don't be that open yeah. to where you gonna walk down the hall like with the girl that you talking to that but you also talking to me yeah like and i feel like people don't understand like the main females know how to act do they male no females are crazy like fem- females will sit there and search and search and search and search until they find out like who exactly are you talking to and if you're the type of guy who can't hide like you're talking like I'm not like yeah it is like yes it's wrong like we're not condoning like we're not condoning it but like if you're choosing to talk to somebody and you're talking to other people best believe if I find out I'm not talking to you no more yeah it's just your intentions on talking like where what are you expecting Mm -hmm. from us talking to each other are you expecting to get into a relationship or are you just trying to get to know me as a friend I feel like that's where communication comes in because like if I'm talking to somebody with intentions of getting with them then okay I'm allowed to have other people but will I know because I'm invested in this one person Mm -hmm. and I want to talk to them and get to know them and then further your relationship yeah because I feel like with me with talking I have very low I have very little expectations up to the point where you're like I'm really attracted to you and I want to see where this goes how do you feel right. because up until that point I'm just like you just blowing my phone up every day and whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. it's mm-hmm. not I got stuff going on and then you gotta know like when stuff is too much and like too less in a way like you know what I mean like the people who quadruple text now I'm not gonna say that I'm <laughs> quadruple not quadruple text yes now I'm not gonna 
I mean, sometimes I've had my moments where I, I've been that person with the quadruple text. But then there's the times where, like, you get it back, and it's just like you sit there, and it's just like, wow, I did that, dang. Yeah, if you learned nothing more, please know, please, 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 please don't be a quadruple texter. Mm. That, I would say that to me. And that messed you up too. That to me is the biggest turnoff. Another really big turnoff for me, like, okay, (laughs) the guy that I met at Publix, Mm -hmm. he was like, oh, you're really pretty, can I get your number? I was like, okay, cool. He was attractive. I'm like, thanks, guy. The first night he went into yeah, I have this job, but I want to do this, and I want this many kids, and da 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 And I was like, dude, I was just mm. picking up a sub. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't want you to tell me your whole life story in a yeah. day. I want to ease into that. I don't need you to tell me three hours after I meet you how many children you want and where you want to live. Yeah. And I'm that's not weird. I'm not with that text flirting stuff either. The that's why I got to be with somebody and Yeah, because you can get mixed signals from somebody. Because you, you don't get a whole You message. can be texting somebody, and you could think that you're, te- like, you're talking you to somebody. But they're like, nah, we're just friends. Like, I don't like yeah. you. That's just how I am. <laughs> Especially these no friendly phone, people no out here. These friendly people are Most the ones that be messing friendly. with you. These friendly people. I've never been in, like, one area where people were just, like, real. Like, maybe, not to be me, but maybe Atlanta people just aren't nice like that. Because <laughs> Columbus people are very, like, hi, how are you? How's your day we're going? And I'm just like, <laughs> we love that's me. <laughs> okay. Love for the South yeah. small town. Well, I will say y'all have educated me. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't know much about On what it. not to do. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. But um but yeah, I mean, y'all have educated me. What you can do is like good morning texts are nice, you know? Yeah. You don't like a good morning text? Um, <laughs> I probably don't need to be in a relationship because like I literally am just like I just feel I'm like cool. you just need to be genuine with the people that you're with. Yeah. Um yeah. please like communicate like with the people that you're key. talking to. Jordan, do you have any final thoughts on all this that we've been talking about? As far as I don't. Go. I have um, really had a different insight on all of this. Mm. <laughs> well, we're glad we could inform yeah, you. <laughs> that she was able to, you know, call in and and talk with us this 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 Valentine's Day. Y'all have a wonderful Valentine. Valentine's. Valentine's. Your country, your country self said Valentine's. I do. I do. Well, I hope. How do you say it? Well, I hope you guys Valentine's. had a. Okay. <laughs> Valentine. Okay, well, thank you, Jordan, for calling in. And also, if you you have not, Freckle Face will be doing another showing at the end of this semester, and Jordan is in it. Please come and see it. He is phenomenal. Support the arts. All right, you guys. Y'all enjoy y'all Valentine's. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. Don't spend all your money in one place. Mm -hmm. All right, now. Black on the Prowl was produced by Doria Lacey with the cooperation of the student staff of 88.5 WCUG Cougar Radio and the CSU Department of Communications Department Chair, Dr. Gibson. Dr. Bruce Getz is WCUG's faculty advisor. You can listen to this show and other shows on 88.5 FM, TuneIn, or SoundCloud. Just search our call letters, WCUG. WCUG.